0: David Shoemaker and Kaz host the Mass Man Show every week, breaking down everything in the world of professional wrestling. Check out the Mass Man Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: It's the Ringer NBA Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action right now. You can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. So we're back with the Mad Hooper, and I have a Mad Hooper here that's really mad. His name is Ry Cole. He's been really, really successful with his life, but he's just super mad. He is the king of Lakers Twitter. He has on his do-rag right now. He has on his uh, USC (laughs) shirt, and um, I'm just trying to figure out why are you so mad, Ry Cole?
0: What's good? What's good, Logue? So in the words of Kendrick Lamar on his song, King Kunta, I'm mad but I'm not stressing. Stay with me here now. So the Brooklyn Nets are why I'm so mad, and let me let me tell you the reasons why. So why do they need to get everybody and they mama? First, James Harden comes through. Okay, understandable. You want to get the big three. I get it. Then Blake Griffin, and then it's like, all right, now they clearly are trying to stack the like, Now LaMarcus Aldridge, They're like mm. who's next now? Are they getting Thanos? Like Blake Griffin's mm. back catching lobs. LaMarcus Aldridge got a new battery in his back in his pack now, and he's ready to get going. They got five guys now that were legitimate all-stars and stars at one point. What's the deal? We had this perfect NBA going on last year with a bunch of dynamic Mm. duos. LeBron and AD, you know, Kyrie and KD sitting on ice waiting for next season. PG and Kawhi. I think that we had a good thing going, and then now it's all stacked the deck season. You know, it feels Mm. like, you know, I get it, and I respect their game. I know what they're trying to do. But, you know, for me, let me explain to you again why I'm mad. But I'm not stressing. That's because I'm a Lakers fan. And, you know, if you want to play this game, we can play this game as well. You know, Brian and A.D. are sitting there chilling, charging in a hyperbolic time chamber, getting ready. We got Drummond mm. sitting on ice ready to come through. And I'm sure we're going to play the buyout market even more. It's cool. We can play that game and two can play that game. I get it now. But still, why does Brooklyn need everybody? That's why mm. I'm so bad, man. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Rye, right, Rye, Rye, are you, are you, you were, are you mad right now because... You were just this mad at the Warriors last year and two years before. And it seems like you're bringing this vitriol to the Nets.
0: Man, look, at the end of the day, yes, I would like to blame the Warriors for this because, you know, they quote-unquote ruined the league and they quote-unquote ruined the NBA. And now I'm just getting all those emotions all over again when we talk about the Brooklyn Nets. And you got KD, you got Kyrie, you got James, you got Blake, you got LaMarcus. And they still got money to get somebody else. It's like, who else is about to come through? Like, Mm. I'm so hot. I'm so hot and I'm so mad, but I'm going to say it again, but I'm not stressing. okay? Mm. I think we're going to be all right. I think the leg show is going to get it together. We're going to get healthy. You know, the NBA gave us 71 days off, which was something that I think was not fair. Then on top of that, in the uh, stretch where LeBron got hurt, we had like eight games in nine days or something like that. Something crazy like that going on. All right. But I think it's going to be okay. We're going to get mm. Drummond in the building. We're going to get another mm. guy in the buyout market. And then when it comes time for the playoffs, I think we got a head collision course going on with the Lake Show and the Nets. It's all good. We can play this stack-the-deck game if we want to. Lake Show is going to be all right. Lake Show is going to figure it out. And at the end of the day, the Lakers have not uh, not gone back-to-back since I've been alive. Let me repeat that for you people. The Lakers have not, not gone back-to-back since Ooh. I've been alive.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Real one's up next. Logan Murdoch with The Real Ones coming to talk to you before this Vernon Maxwell podcast. Yo, this was really, really good. Very lit, very all over the place. Also, I think it's one of the best ones we've ever done. We talked about Vernon's time in the league, Garden Jordan, some of the best trash talk he's ever received and given out. And we have an urban legend that was confirmed on this podcast. A lot of laughs, a lot of cursing. A lot of fun. Here's Vernon Maxwell. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two for $5 chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two for $5 chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you, or order ahead on the Arby's app. What's popping, real ones? Logan Murdoch here with Raja Bell. Raja, we got a special guest in the building. Man, one of my favorite players to watch. Even though I was like six when he was playing, but
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got some bullshit.
2: Man, we got, got... motherfucker jokes, though. We <laughs> got. <laughs> We got <laughs> Vernon
1: Maxwell in the building. Hey, what's happening, Vernon? Hey, hey, what's good? What's good?
3: What's good? I like that. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. He likes. Hey, he likes to sneak in some little, some little snide remarks. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I, like I love it. I love it. That's my man. I like that. That's cool, Max, I, Hey, I'm coming off the top rope. As look, I'm a former. Okay. I'm a former jazz man. Okay, like I played okay. in Utah. Yeah, we know. I that gotta house. know. I gotta know <laughs> what. What happened in Utah, and what and what is the little feud you have going on currently with with the state of Utah and them jazz fans?
2: Man, it's I don't know what they want to kill me, man. I tell you, I don't know what they <laughs> like. I'm like well, mad as hell, man. <laughs> hey, but really, Roger, it's all in fun, man. God damn, man. I mean, the people say some things to me back in the day. That I ain't like that's all good, man. But it's all in fun, man. I just keep them on my motherfucking radar. I'm gonna keep. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. Like they used to do them slay. I'm gonna keep hitting them. ass That's what that whip. I'm gonna keep whipping <laughs> that <they> motherfucking <laughs> ass. I'm gonna keep <laughs> putting that motherfucking whip on their ass. But uh um, I love I love people in Utah. What was the wildest thing they said in Utah? Why why what what is well, what is talking all okay. kind of shit, you know, you know, you know, call them a nigga, all kind of shit, you know, you know, walking in you know, crazy nigga, all kind of crazy shit, man. Talk about the family. They don't even know me. But it's, mm-hmm. it was cool, though. Was, I guess it was that. I mean, I guess I don't know what the fuck they was trying to do. I guess they was trying to. I don't know. I guess there was a intimidating thing or make me scared or something. I don't know. They was fucking the wrong motherfucker. But, um, but I ain't the only one, you know, on my team, you know, heard those damn, you know, them lyrics that them damn white folks was talking about out there, man. I ain't racist or nothing. You know, I got a lot of white friends. I grew up with white people and shit. You know what I mean, and so, but um, them motherfuckers kind of scarred me out there. What they were saying to me, but you know, what I mean, I'm a real brother, so I'm 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 okay. Vern, they was giving you the the album
1: cuts of the racism. They wouldn't give you just the main singles. They would give you the yeah, album I was cuts. Getting,
2: huh? I was getting all that shit, the album cuts, all this shit. the shit, and 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 the one hit of Quitters and. I was getting everything. I mean, they were going at my ass. Cause, I mean, I, I guess I was an out mouth one on the team. So they gave you the whole catalog. They gave yeah, you the whole joy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All that shit. But um, I guess they they knew I was gonna talk some shit back. So, but I mean, it was all cool. It was all in fun.
3: I, I want to. What's what's the line? Like we we talk about fans, and this doesn't. Ha- this isn't just Utah. Um, but in terms of fan interaction with players in the NBA. The NBA is doing a much better job now of protecting players. Um, you know, sometimes people not just in Utah have to be escorted out like the young lady oh, in no, no Atlanta doubt. earlier this year. Right, no but what's, that, what's that line? What was that interaction like with you? How many places did people cross the line with you?
2: Man, that's, I mean, like you said, and, you, and that's a good question right there, Roger. I mean, that's not the only place, but it just happened every time I went there. Shit, I went in the stands and smacked somebody in Portland, you know what I mean, for talking about my stillborn daughter, you know what I mean? So oh. the line is when you when you cross the line, when you when you when you when you like my family and people, that you know, that you really don't know about and, you know, talk about people that, you know, that we love and 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 we know. And you can't talk about my I don't you know, I don't want people to talk about my mom. You know, and yeah. you know, because my mom she brought up you know four of us by herself. You know, what I mean, and I, and she had to work two jobs. I very, I, I really didn't really see her that much. You know, I was with my grandmother and my grandfather. God bless them. And you know, I don't want people talking about my my, my family and 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 just people that I love the most. You know, what I mean, you know, just you could talk about me, the man. Talk about the player. I'm out there. I'm the one you 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 see and you think you know. Talk about me. While I'm playing and, and try to get in my head and try to get me off my square while I'm playing, because that's the, that's the objective. Ultimately the the, the objective, try to get the player, you know, mad upset off his square way. Can't play and can't perform. And that's cool. Do that. But don't, don't bring my family into shit. That's all I'm saying. That's when the line, that's when you cross the line.
3: Yeah, that's a bet. Let me, hey Logan. Let me follow up because I always felt, I always found it real interesting, Max. Because I too, you know, I, I walked the line when I played, right? Yeah, and, of course you did. You know, you buy a ticket, and as a fan, you think because you buy that <laughs> ticket, you, you have a right to say any fucking that thing fucking you want to no, say to me. Hell no! No,
2: you do not, right? Fucking because unless right. you
3: want to, unless you're ready to square yeah, up that's about right. this, yes, Nine, then you need you to got, keep
2: it. Yeah, keep correct. It, keep it clean.
3: Yeah, and I always felt like as a player. The, the ones that got in, under my skin or at least maybe not even under my skin, but that captured my interest and maybe could distract me were the ones that were more funny than hateful. Like the ones that had a little creativity about <laughs> yeah. their shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I would engage yeah. that person. Yeah, not the yeah. not the you know,
2: yeah. Yeah. That's, I always found that interesting. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm with you on that too. Right. So, cause sometimes, sometimes I need the motherfuckers to, they like, you know, it's hard to get up and play, eighty two straight game. So yeah. sometime I'll find a motherfucker, you know, in the stands to, you know, to get me going, you know. So I I I might need that. I might need it that night, you know, so right. shit. So <laughs> no, that's for
1: sure. <laughs> what goes through your mind when that happens, right? Cause you hear motherfuckers saying something out of pocket and I've heard that in, you know, in 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 certain cities. When you when you hear that, do you just see black? Do you see, do you see red? <laughs> do you just be like no nah, fuck you, bro. I got to I got to say something to you cuz you out of pocket right now. You forgetting that I'm a human being. Is is there a red? Is there a red that just goes right there and I'm just like, "No nah, fuck this. I got to see see this yeah, dude. Like, I got to see like this like person." A,
2: it's like a black shit you said at first, the black the black dot. You yeah. Um and you know, like you said and at the end what you said, you know, motherfuckers think they can say what they want because they bought a ticket. But and like you said, once again, I'm a human being, man. We bleed too, man. We have feelings and shit. Everybody thinks we're invincible because we're these professional athletes and shit. But still, man, man, we're human beings, man. We we got feelings, man, shit. I mean, motherfuckers don't understand. We cry too, shit, you know, yeah. and, and and we hurt too, you know, when we get hurt. So I, I motherfuckers need to stay uh, mindful of that shit. Yeah,
3: no doubt. Um, I'm curious, Max, because, again, as a, as a guy who— wore on his sleeve um, and sometimes could be misunderstood, right? Yeah. Um, there were some places I went as a player where my own organization really didn't understand who I was and it wasn't embraced for me to kind of be myself. You know what I mean? Like no. there were other places where they saw the value in it and they said, hey, do what you do, baby. Like, you know, be you. Did, did you come across that at all in your career? Were there places that didn't get who you were and it, it didn't work because of that?
2: Well, yeah, you know, towards like when I guess when, this, when the thing happened, when I went in the stands out in Houston, you know, I, I felt like I was like an outcast, you know what I mean, with the Rockets, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I, I mean, I think they should have, you know, handled it better than what they did. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're going to bring in Clyde, you know, the way they did, because I got suspended those 10 games when I went in the stands and smacked the old dude. When I got that suspension, they just like outcasted me. They never heard from him. The whole time I was suspended, then I had to hear it through TV or news reporter calling in telling me that they're crying Clyde, and so I was like, "Well, damn, all this shit is fucked," you know what I mean? So yeah, that during that time and when that shit happened with with all that, that's when I felt that man, yeah. So yeah, I I I I I feel your pain, and and with that shit with them, it hurted me the most because I gave those motherfuckers everything I had, you know what I mean? So. And that was and I thought
1: that was fucked up, you know? So yeah. I do want to get into to your relationship with Houston in a second, but you've said something in, on Bomani Jones's pie, which is really good. I, y'all should go check that out. It was really good. Um yeah. where you talked about uh, you know, your first few years in San Antonio, right? And it just wasn't yeah. a good fit. Uh yeah. you in San Antonio. You was you like to go to functions, you know what I mean? You like to go to the to to get a little vibe going. Um how how was that for a young player? Um do you think that teams should do a better job of understanding their rookies and understanding who their players are um than they did with you and maybe you guys could come to a better understanding or do you think that it didn't matter what was going to happen? You was just going to be out. You was just going to be doing what you do. Like how how there, how could there have been more of a common ground for you in San Antonio and in other places uh, because of that?
2: Well, I think nowadays right now these days times that they do a real good job of knowing who the hell they're drafting now than they did back in the day. You know what I mean? Because I don't think, whoever what Denver and, and San Antonio ended up with me in my, my rookie year, Denver drafted me. Then I got traded in like 15, 30 minutes later to uh, San Antonio. So I, I mean, I never had any talks with neither one of those teams. So I don't think they know anything about what I did off the floor or what, what kind of person I was. So they just drafted a product back then. But nowadays they do a real good job. Like they know everything about these kids. And I mean, all the way down to their aunties and to their cousins, they know everything about their best friends, how who they hang out with. But I mean, it's totally different now than it is back in the day. Do you think that it would have been better? Because uh, I feel like the story
1: of your career is is being misunderstood, right? Do you think right. that um, you would have done better had a team or someone did the research on you and at least k- try to find common ground with you if you were in this t- in this era of basketball?
2: Yeah, I think yeah, um, it would have helped for people to know know who the fuck they was drafted. But um, I mean. I mean, it's like I said, it's totally different now. And um, I, I, I think I, if I would have been with a team, like you said, that that really would have understood the player that they drafted, the product that they drafted, I would have probably did a lot better. But, but I think I felt in a great situation when I came from San Antonio to Houston, then with Don Chaney, you know, and uh, Carol Dawson and, 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 and Rudy T, they was, Rudy T was assistant, Carol was assistant, Don Chaney was the head coach. When Don Chaney brought, man, he was like, hey, man, just like Roger said, he said, hey, man, just go out and be the fuck who you are, man. Just mm-hmm. play, you know, just do your thing. And that's when I took off right there.
3: That's powerful, though. Like, no, uh, somebody believing in you like nah. that and, and empowering you to be yourself. Yeah you know, ultimately, that's what gets the best results out of out yeah. players. Yes. That's what got the best out of me. Right, um, right. Max, I got to ask you, though, before we go on, and Logan's going to take us on, like, the arc of your career. already right. ready yeah. to go. Like, fuck, All fuck. Right. fuck.
2: Yeah.
3: Let, me ask, let, let me just ask this one question, bro. All All um, right. You and I never play pickup together, no. right? Mm-mm. Like, we never crossed paths. right? But there was an urban legend. There are urban legends, even within, like, NBA circles, yeah. about you yeah. in pickup games with the bag. <laughs> like, I need to know. The urban legend was that, like, if Max came in the gym with the bag, that the strap was in the bag. So I need to know. Like, is that factual? How, like, how did this begin?
2: Yeah, man. That's, that's the truth. You know, everybody. Okay. <laughs> right.
3: right. Well, I'm glad we didn't play because I got hot in pickup games. I'm glad we did everybody. not cross paths.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I did, too. That's what I used to do, too. That's the only reason I used to have it because I know myself. And the pickup gangs, and I used to go everywhere, all across the country, and play everywhere. And then, right. you know, and then I knew myself I was going to get caught up in a city, and I know I'm going to need that motherfucker. So I was honest. What'd I was, you I was carry? All, oh, nine millimeter. Okay. <laughs> Man, I that, always that, wanted that I just Yeah. Like that them, shit made my day. I yeah, needed to know.
3: Yeah, Wait, no, so so Logan, you used to go across. Uh, what was that, name? Logan, this shit was like. Wow. It was
2: urban, like real talk, like in NBA circles. Nah, like that was, out. I out. needed to know. Shit. When I used to go in them damn arenas, I used to have it in them and the marinas. When I used to go in the goddamn, well, yeah, all them city to city, state to state. Goddamn, I had my backpack on when I walk and got that basketball game in the arena. I have my shit with me. I'm I'm locked and loaded all the time. <laughs> on the planes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck like this shit,
3: you ain't. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Yo, he said he keeps that
1: thing on him, Roger. You said he keep that thing on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, I hey, listen, I ain't trying to incriminate you, player. But so, what was the importance though of like you used to be in this in the you used to be shooting dice in third ward, like you used to be outside what is the importance of a person who works, especially as an NBA player that is outside? Because I'm in the Bay and I'm in, I'm from Oakland and I've seen Draymond, like, you know, be in the community and, like, really be out outside in, in his community with Marshawn in a random, like, uh, backyard, just celebrate But he's of the community. Why was
2: that so important to you? Because it's like, that's where I was born and raised, like, you know, in the hood like that. You know what I mean? So I felt like, you know, just... For them to see an NBA player, you know, Vernon Maxwell, you know, guy, one of the main guys in, on the Rockets, you know. People got need to see that shit, us black folks, you know, in the hood. Where, you know, it, it give them some encouragement, you know, when they see it. Damn, this shit is for real. You know, this shit ain't no common. You know, this shit ain't a commercial. This shit is for real. You know, damn, look at Vernon Maxwell. This motherfucker's for real. Look at this motherfucker on his knees over here in the hood. Shooting yep. dice, you know, with all my peoples, and it's a crowd too because I'm over there. I got the big body over there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and they already. What, know what kind of car they,
1: you had over there? What kind of, uh, of six? That's a six.
2: I had, I had I had I had Ferrari Testarossas over there, and <laughs> <I laughs> my, my, my Porsches. I had all kind of bodies over there, man. I just I and mean, then they knew it was me, <laughs> so you know, because the tag already told it, you know who it, it was. was. So. And then so it's a crowd, and you know I ain't I ain't staying long. You know, I'm giving them a chance to win twenty five hundred. I'ma win, you know. And I got to go. I got to get to the yeah. fucking game. You know, I got yeah. to get to the game. So I got twenty five hundred. Here y'all go. Yo,
1: when you when you when you when you get to a new city, right? Do you automatically like yo where are the streets at? I need to go to the hood. I need to see my people. Do you what do you how, what's the process when you get to a new
2: city or when you get to a new team, or where I need to be? Well, I don't know, it always gravitate to me. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, I always find it. A lot of places I always always been. I already knew people, you know what I mean? And I already knew where it was. You know what I mean? Like I was in Philly, you know what I mean? I was in South Philly. You know what I mean? And I mean, I was in North Philly. I was everywhere. you know what I mean? So, I mean, in Sacramento, I was pretty much caged up, you know what I mean? Because there's nothing out there to do, you know, <laughs> shit. It just it was flat land out there when I was out there. and Me, C-Webb, Jason Williams and, and uh, Carlos Williams and Vladi D-Box, Peja. We It was just, it really wasn't too much to do. Yeah. I mean, at least I didn't know about it. So and if I didn't know, I didn't think it was anything to do. So but mm-hmm. other than that, Seattle, you know, I found it, you know, everywhere, you know, everywhere pretty much I I mean, San Antonio, I know where it's where it's at, and Dallas I know where it's at. So I mean, but yeah, it always, you know,
1: yeah. Did they really try to have a clause for you when you was in San Antonio not to go to Houston? Is that true? And your deal or they tried to?
2: No, there wasn't a clause for me, not that they had a clause that, well, they were um well, what happened with that deal, that was crazy as hell, man, because the motherfuckers, uh, they sold me for $30,000 to the Rockets, but it, they, what happened for the for the sale was uh, Larry Brown told me I, not to go to any more clubs, and I did. And, and then when I went that night and shit, and the next day I could, he called me early in his office and told me, you know, I told you that, I mean, you stay out the streets and you know, shit, I'm 23 year old black man getting money back in 1988, 89. Shit. Uh, yeah. So, so um, I don't know how to do that. And then I went out Then and they called me in the office, told me, motherfucker, you, we finna, we get, we're trying to get rid of you right now as we, as we speak. I'm getting rid of your ass. So I was like, damn, okay, well, I'm confused now. You don't even got to come to practice. So you just going back home. So I'm like, God damn. So, Came out. We getting ready. We, we trying to trade him, and then they. I heard he, Rockets was trying to get me. So I was like, "Cool, let that go through." The Rockets got me, but they wasn't trying to block me. They just trying okay. to block me from going to the fucking clubs and shit, in them bars and shit like that there, because I was staying, I was staying in fights and shit, and niggas was trying, motherfuckers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, let me. Go, you. Go just, I mean, you go. just touched on it. I, I like to. Whenever his name comes up. I have to talk about him, Larry Brown. Um, I had him as a rookie too. Um, <sighs> how hard yeah, is that you, man on rookie? Boy, Max. you know,
2: boy. Then you know, you know, boy. You know, then. You know, it's tough. That motherfucker's tough.
3: He is a tough ass dude. <laughs> I
2: don't want to go through that, boy. He broke me. That motherfucker he broke, broke me down. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker had me. Well, I ain't want to play like no more, man. I mean, he had me fucked up. I was discombobulated. I'm a
3: real talk. Like, this ain't even a question. After my fucking second year with the Sixers, like I played, you know, Larry is one of those dudes who like, like he likes shit he don't have. Right. So like, nice. you know, when I was new and he didn't know me, he really loved That's me. That's right. As soon as he figured out the holes in my game, like he did, yes. I was broken. Yes. I had to go to you. I had to go to Europe. Max, I couldn't. I was questioning I know, whether I would I know, play basketball I know, I know or not. I told you. After that year, That's what Larry he
2: did Brown. to me broke me. That
3: motherfucker broke me too. Guess what he did? So, and when I left there, and, and this, I know this shit's about Max, but I gotta tell the story. I. I left there. I'm like, yo, um, I know if there's one motherfucker that will never, ever want me to play for him again, it's, it's Larry Brown. Brown. Guess, that's right. Guess
2: what he did? Bought you back again. He fucking traded for me. He did that to me, too. The same goddamn <laughs> thing he bought me. I played for him twice. I played for <laughs> him in just... damn San Antonio, and I played for him in Philly with AI. I was like, well, God <laughs> ah, damn, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I thought this motherfucker hated me. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't know what the <laughs> fuck what's going on with that shit. No, hey, that's
3: great. Yeah. No, hey. Second time around with LB, I was cool as shit, though. He was not the same nah, dude nah, as he was, he was when was I was totally a
2: rookie. No, he was totally different. He was totally different. That's right. I agree. Right. I agree. Damn. Man, that's real. Yeah. It's just crazy. All right, let's take a quick break.
1: This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy.
3: Level up your next four-wheeled adventure with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder, built to navigate you to some of Earth's most awe-inspiring spots with seven drive modes and all the power you need. Get the thrill of the drive in every moment of your journey with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
1: Hey, man, what was it like being AI's vet? Because it just seemed like two motherfuckers that just like to go to the same, learn the same lessons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: well, my man, you know, shit You know, I was just like Larry Brown was just like Hang out with this motherfucker, man And just make sure he I was like, shit, he got his boys But I was just hanging out with him and shit I was just shit uh, Even from the benefits, too Shit he, have? Uncle, he had Uncle Mo With Mo yeah, around yeah, and, Mo and, and all, and all the boys yeah. All the mm-hmm. boys, yeah, yeah Yeah, all the boys, so I was just hanging out with the motherfuckers and we were just having a good time from city to city, state to state. We was like, oh, we was on, but it was like a goddamn, we was on tour. Wait, you
1: like, like, so, so I remember, uh, it's funny you say tour because when, when uh, Allen would come to Oakland and would come to, to play the Warriors, the family room would be ridiculous. They would have to have a whole separate room just for Iverson's people. And then when he would come out, to yeah. to the club out there, whole entourage. It was like Michael Moodle, Jackson yeah. or somebody yeah. came uh, through. Yeah. I remember yeah. one time he got my pops in a club because <laughs> my pops was just waiting outside, and he was like, "Yo!" <laughs> and he just walked in with the entourage.
2: <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> what, was like being, cool. <laughs> yeah, what was it like being? Yeah, it was like being with AI like that. Man, you get all the perks, man. I mean, shit. I even I was burning max for shit. Motherfuckers was like, "Oh no, you with him?" Man, no, <laughs> yo, you shit. Gone in, you was him, man. They, like they forgot who the fuck I was. So it was a blessing, man. I, I love that man. I talked to him yesterday. I mean, actually, I mean, he's in Florida right now. He called me last night, uh, around 10 o'clock and just said, hey Max, man, I'm just calling to see if my big brother all right, man. You okay? I was like, yeah, I'm good, man. Damn, man, I'm, I'm glad you're checking on me, man. You all right, man? God damn, bro. Thanks for checking on me. Boy, that's love, man. I love you, boy. He's like, man, you know, I love you too. All right, man, I'm out of here. He's, I think he was in Miami somewhere. Somewhere, you know, he stayed long.
1: Chuck, see, is, that why, yeah, is that why people, like, like, both questions for y'all. Is that why
3: people gravitate towards Chuck like that? Because he's that, he's always, that kind of, yeah. He's a he was one of the best teammates, nah, dog. Like aside yeah. from all the other shit you want to talk right, about when we right, talk about him, right?
2: He was a real good nah, dude, man. Genuine man. I mean, really, really good dude, man. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's hey Max, it. I want to ask you about that Rockets team, man. Like yeah. and, and the championships that you were blessed yeah. enough to win. Um, were you guys aware, like, MJ not in the league, that yeah. a window may be open, or were y'all like, no, MJ or no MJ, dog, this is this is our time.
2: Well, we was MJ or no MJ. It was our time. But shit, uh, in the back of our minds, I knew we was like, damn, okay, Mike ain't playing shit. And, you know, it was going to be an mark by the damn, you know, 93, 94, 94, 95, you know, championship team. So because of MJ was playing, you know, trying to play baseball. Uh, so, right. but um, uh, we, we, we knew it was going to be motherfuckers saying that. But uh, like I keep saying, once again, the numbers don't lie. I mean. When we were playing them, we were beating their ass. I mean, we were just a problem for them. We matched up well against them. I mean, just like Seattle matched up well against us. We couldn't beat them motherfuckers. Gary Payton, Sean Kim, uh, uh, all the motherfuckers they had out there. We couldn't beat them up. Ricky Pierce, all the motherfuckers coming off the bench. They just had a bunch of, you know, they had a bunch of motherfuckers that, that matched up well with us. Nate McMillan and. I mean, they just had a Dana Barrels. They had a bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to see motherfuckers forget all about yeah. that little shooting motherfucker shooting from the parking lot. <laughs> the <That> motherfucker was <laughs> dangerous, man. Um, couldn't guard <laughs> nobody, but that motherfucker showed up. <laughs> damn, But I mean, so, no. I mean, we just couldn't get past them, man, and shit. Uh, but just look at the numbers, man. I mean, we're the beat their ass. <laughs>
1: what is it? What is it like? What was it like playing against MJ, man? What was it like? Because you were somebody that was a foil for him. You was somebody that that got under yeah. his skin. You didn't give a well, fuck Roger, about MJ. Yeah, what Ro- like. Roger.
2: No, you know when you play against that motherfucker, you got to be a little different. You can't. You can't go in that motherfucker game like passive and 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 like that motherfucker. He he can he can sense a motherfucker if you scared. You know, and you can't you can't be none of that shit. You have you be all that all that shit looking all like oh, like you seen something motherfucker done scared you and you when he elbow you in your shit, if you don't do nothing, if you don't elbow that motherfucker back in his shit, you know he gonna oh he know he got a bitch out here tonight. So <laughs> you know, so so I'm just being one thousand man. He's a killer out there, man, and he's a dirty motherfucker. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, he was. I mean, you have to be, man, to be that great, man. I mean, yeah, night in, sure. night out. You, you have to be a dog and have to have that grit, that that dirty shit and all that. So, I mean, Roger know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, I, Max, so I got MJ at the tail, but I got his little bro. Like, I got Kobe yeah. in his prime. Okay, that's and right. He was he was the Just same right, dude, though. The same though. Killer, like, that's right. And, and Logan, the craziest thing is, like, there are a lot of dudes who... Who who are are really good players, right? Like great skill sets and athleticism combinations, all of that. But the truly great ones, like, and it's only a few of them, they smell, they smell the fucking fear. They test you early. Yeah. They test you early. And yeah. if you don't put if you don't stand up to that shit, it's a wrap. It's a rap for that night. It,
1: yeah. It's, it's well documented. Rap. It's well documented the first time, or one of the first times Roger got tested by Cole. But what was one of the first times that Mike tried to test you?
2: Well, and trying to as, test Joe gangster. Well, I think I, I I, tested. I put that shit out there. You know, I think mm-hmm. I was trying him. Like, I don't think he really knew a lot about me. But, you know what I mean? But I know he knew who I was. But I was fucking with him. You know, trying him. Cause I <laughs> what was you doing? It. I just, you know, talking shit, saying little shit, get a bucket on him. Yeah, motherfucker, it's going to be a long night for you too. You know, <laughs> You know, I just say it was shit and just just want to couldn't believe I was out there playing against this motherfucker. And, you know, I just want to see if everything I heard, it, it was true and shit. It, it was everything. It was true. What,
1: what, is that true. a lord? You know, that a lord that you see when you play like when, you know, for my generation, it's like when LeBron come to town. Right. When LeBron comes to town, there's an aura around the whole building. And I'm sure. And that affects right. players, too. That's what um, I'm even tell, I'm when tell you. even when Steph even when Steph right. comes to town, like there's an aura, right. like oh shit, he's coming to town. How do you block that out? How do you block? I say fuck that, fuck him. I, I'm me too. I'm Vernon Maxwell. What, how do you block that out? And how fast did you have to do that before you play, Mike?
2: Well, it's it's crazy because you know it's it's, it's a different damn um, it's a different thickness in the air when you walk in the gym with Michael Jordan in, in, in the arena. <laughs> you know you can. It's a different vibe all the whole day. You know, it's perked up a little oh, bit more. Everybody, everybody perking. <laughs> you know, every motherfucking body perking. I'm on the edge <laughs> and shit. I'm sitting back over this motherfucker, looking at these motherfuckers with this red and black on. I don't know if they for the Rockets or the Jordan. So I'm over this motherfucker. I'm eating lunch out here. I'm mad as shit. I'm looking at these motherfuckers. They waving at me, bitch. I don't know. Hey, I don't know if y'all for Jordan or me. So, you know, yeah, I'm already get myself ready, but yeah, it, it's it's a different vibe well, when I tell you when when motherfuckers like them come to the city. So, I didn't think about it as much and I I go and get a lot of rest that day.
1: You weren't hitting the streets before then, huh? Was you hitting the streets before you played
2: Mike? No, I never could do that. <laughs> no, nah, certain yeah. motherfuckers you can't hit the streets with. You know, like Reggie Miller and Mike and oh. You know, and um, motherfuckers, you got to chase around. Pager, uh, man, uh, uh, what's the boy's name? God Page bless the dead. Uh, nah, not uh, the boy. Petrovich. Uh, the boy Drazen. From got there. Yeah, Drazen, Drazen Petrovich. y'all, y'all yeah. shit. Yeah, God bless the dead. Good God. You have to go and sit down and get off your feet for them motherfuckers. Hey, you got to be ready to chase a motherfucker all night long. I got a Reggie story, dog. I I
3: said, when you know how you said you you talked shit back to Mike early, yeah. right? So I said to Reggie in Salt Lake, I, I hit a bucket and I, I looked mm. at him I said yeah this shit's gonna be all night mm, motherfucker. Mm. He, now he was chilling mm, this was mm. his farewell tour he was chilling mm. um he gave me like 25 in the next three quarters I scored like two <laughs> like just <laughs> shut well, that shit yeah. all the way down <laughs> bro well, he shut okay. it all the way down Max <laughs> hey let me ask you cause I always found like cast to play with Kobe right yeah. or cast to play with great ones um they got a little extra chest, a little extra heartbeat because of what Kobe does. Can you mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Like that shit always made me mad. Like, right. yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, you're, they're, you're they're not the,
2: Kobe. No, yeah, you ain't Kobe. You bum ass over there. But yeah, not who? Were,
3: were there people on the Bulls team that y'all knew? Like, you're not built like that. Like, you're acting like that because Mike, like Black Cat, is on your team, but you are not built like that. You a yeah. tourist. Relax. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was a lot of the motherfuckers on the bulls like that, but uh, um, you know, <laughs> but I, you know, I love you know Scotty, Horace, Dennis, all of them was my guys. You know, all of them, you know, I ain't gonna say no names, but it was no, a, I got you, I got you, but yeah, like you lot, know what I'm talking yeah, about, though, exactly, right there. exactly, yeah, 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 right. yeah. They, they, they become a a bad motherfucker because they went Mike and them. So who, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: who were the players like that as you just talked about, right? Because you, you know, from what I've seen, you talk a lot of shit. So of course, when who are the people that your shit talking just didn't work and it fucked with you? Where you're like, "Fuck, mm. man, I nothing that I'm saying is getting to this motherfucker right now."
2: See, you got a lot of motherfuckers just talk back though, and like be like, "Fuck you, nigga." You like Roger? You talk back to me when his young ass when he come in the league. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, just I just go, I just, I just try Roger. Roger, his <laughs> young ass, just talk back. You know, I'd be like, damn, this young motherfucker, he ain't biting. This motherfucker ain't going to take this shit. There you um, go. There was a lot of guys, man. Uh, Stackhouse. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of kids, man. I mean, a lot of guys, man. So it used to be funny to me. I,
3: I went to school in Boston, like for two years. Um, And the narrative around that town at the time when I went to school was it it could also have some racial like, uh, you know, some racial undertones playing out in the city and so on and so forth. Yeah. And that garden that Gordon used to it be was bad. Was it as bad as as you've said Utah was to you? Nah, like it was I No, imagine-
2: nah, I was bad in Utah. It was bad in Utah. It was Utah. worse. Yeah, it was bad in Utah. Huh. But I just forgot all about them because it yeah. was so long ago. It was so long ago. Utah, It was right there in the back of my head. Right. So that's why right. I kept Utah. But um yeah, it was bad. It was bad in Utah. Yeah, Boston was real bad, especially was- back. In the late 80s, when I came in the league, I'm sure it was bad for Magic them in the early 80s and shit, too. But I know when I got in there in the late 80s, it was bad. It was bad. I mean, shit, the locker rooms was freezing. And I mean, and they cut the heat off in the locker room. And, I mean, they tell you the way you just wear well warm up to the goddamn game. And you just keep you warm, yeah, because you just don't even don't even put on your goddamn street clothes, because it's gonna be freezing in that motherfucker when we walk in there. I yeah. mean, so it was bad, man, and and there was some racist motherfuckers up there, yeah, Oof. yeah. It was, I mean, it was real bad. It was real bad, yeah. Back, yeah, back. Even when I got it in the late eighties, it was bad. So I knew it was real crazy for bad. I and mean, in the early eighties, so yeah, it was bad, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's and that's a good. I'm glad you brought I'm glad you bought that up too, Roger. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, that,
2: I mean, yeah, for real.
1: We talked about trash talking.
2: Who are some of the trash talkers now that you actually believe? That I actually believe Harden. Steph don't really say nothing. He just be smiling at you and kill you. No, 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 no. He no, will no. if you get burn, it, He burn. will. He'll say he'll something. Like I said before the it's show, some,
1: he'll say something on the low, and you be like, "What?" That'd be Steph? on some <laughs>
2: quiet shit, y'all. Some quiet, like some shit. Damn, like you wouldn't even, like think that Steph said some shit. But he's will do some something.
1: shimmy shit though. He'll do yeah, you know yeah, give you even yeah, more yeah, mad. Yeah, that shit
2: to make you madder. Yeah, all that shimmy shakers and shit, and doing it. All this shit he be done. What the hell is Steph doing out this motherfucker? Yeah, and
1: all that shit. I mean, it's a. What would you do if Steph shimmied? Like, he he like shook the fuck out of you and shimmied. I know his daddy. That's my. He
2: like my nephew, so I know his daddy. He's good. I I love Steph. I've been knowing Steph ever since he's been a kid. All right, so Harden and Steph,
1: who else? Like, what else? Who else is the ones that you like actually like believe are okay? All right, for sure.
2: Um uh, uh I like I like Dame, 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 the killer, Dame Time. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, uh, I mean, there's a lot of them out here, man. Uh shit and B. I mean, mm-hmm. you are talking about a guy that's talking shit and can back it up, right? That's what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. Uh, yeah. exactly, okay. exactly. So yeah, exactly. um Kyrie. Oh my goodness, goddamn. That's crazy. What he's I don't know what the fuck. I don't know he how you handle that ball that way. I don't know how you do that shit. I
1: don't I, I, know how you guard
2: that. That's that's magic. That's that's some that's some magical shit What Kyrie yeah. doing with that basketball. That's crazy. So I mean and um K D when he's healthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: No, no nobody guards Kyrie though. Like, no. I mean that shit's almost impossible, bro. Like, you're just hoping he misses. Right. on half of that shit. I mean, like, for you, real. You know?
2: I mean, all yeah. and all that shit look, look like it's all them bad. It look like it's a bad shot. But then I'd be like, nah, that's a fucking good shot. Damn. I, I mean, see. good when, God, when, that when shit. Boy, Kyrie, though, like, even his layup <laughs> package is
1: nasty. Oh where you like, God. how the hell I mean, you
2: the, get that in there? The like, best, he went the from the other finisher, side. The, to the best finishing that motherfucker don't jump. Bitch, probably can't jump over Bible. But that motherfucker be hanging, <laughs> that motherfucker be hanging in the air. I'd be like, how you get from that side to this side and finish with both hands? He's the best finisher, one of the best finishers I've ever seen. Besides yeah. Rod Strickland. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nah, that
1: that that's that's tough,
2: man. Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland, man. <laughs> he used to get there and finish. Is he the t- who
1: the toughest you had to guard? Mike. Mike? Why? I know I know what we see, but I didn't never guarded Mike. But why is he the? Shit, the boy? just
2: everything, everything you've seen and and every, shit, just what y'all didn't hear out there and 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 the strength and he's strong as hell and can go either way, left, right, and and then when he put the post game in his game and that's when he took off out right there when he started like. He ain't have to face you up as much and take that beating. He'll just them, get you on the block and ask for it and just turn around and hit you with that and jump over your ass and knock your head off. So, I mean, just because of all of that, and then on the defensive end, you know, he was a good defender, not – he played passing lanes well. He mm-hmm. wasn't a good defender like like everybody think he was on the ball. If You got it. You're going at him. He ain't – a good defender like that. If you now he can stop you from going one way, but if you can counter that shit and go another way, you can get by his ass. Yeah, and that's what that's what I that's what I knew about him though. But but he's a great defender in the passing lane.
1: This is a question for both of you guys. Is it frustrating when you guard a player and you know what's going to happen and you can't do shit with it? Is that because fru- I see Mike? We all know his moves. The same with Kobe. We all knew his moves, and it would
2: still go in. Is that frustrating? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, you know what's coming. You done scouted this shit. You seen film of this shit and you just can't stop it. But like they say, teams that press don't like to get pressed. Like Mm -hmm. players that score don't like the, you know, so you got to go back at that motherfucker. You can't, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, that, that levels that shit off. You know, Mm -hmm. when you do that, you know, you, I might not be a guy that, average what he averaged like 31 points, but motherfucker, I'm gonna be getting 24, 26. i twenty-six. I'm gonna get above my average what I be doing. <laughs> motherfucker, I'm gonna I'm gonna be relevant because your ass gonna be playing some defense too. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's a and that that gets lost in the equation. Like it, it really right. is a difficult job to have to be the primary offensive player yeah. and the primary yeah. defensive player. Yeah. So if you can get the ball against like a Kobe or a yeah, Mike and make them yeah, work, right. that, that gets into those legs a right, little bit. yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn right. That's right. I, I always found Kobe was super frustrating, Logan, because, well, good OB is good D right, all the time. Right, like, that's right, just what right, NBA, right, you know, right, a right. good score is going to be good defense. But Kobe, and and I imagine Mike, too, like we you watch the film on them, you get their tendency. And then let's say you have some success, like stripping that ball if they no, keep yeah. it low after they <laughs> hit you with the shimmy. It's yeah, only going to be one, one time because right. he ain't yeah, going he
2: gonna back to that it, shit. He ain't going to remember know? that shit. That's right. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Man. Kobe yes. would tell me,
3: like, I'd strip him and no bullshit. He'd say to me, yes. damn, I forgot you got them quick-ass hands. I can't do that again. And he wouldn't do
2: it again. Right, right.
3: And that's frustrating. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Will Mike do that shit with you?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, they scout you. Down. I mean, the great players, they scout you just as much on defense as you scout them on offense. That's what they do. I mean, and that's why, that's how they know. You know what your tendencies are and they have to know that because and they know coming in the game, like guys like Roger gonna get at the ass and Kobe knew that, God bless him. And guys like myself, Mike knew coming in the game, you know, so he he watched and they watched us and I mean, like they say, defensive players don't get no fucking credit. You know, what I mean, it takes hard to play defense. It's easy to play offense. I mean, that's where you get all the credit and accolades and all that shit. But motherfuckers don't really get uh accolades and and get you know talked about oh before the game oh yeah Roger Bell oh wow, you can't wait to see him he's gonna <laughs> lock up this motherfucker tonight uh, man they don't want to who want to hear that shit motherfucker gonna talk about motherfucker who having thirty and forty points and you know what I mean so yeah. that's what they want to so, sell yeah well,
1: who the who the best defenders right now in your
2: eyes right now mm, I love Chris Paul
1: he doesn't get a lot of credit though like I know he's a lockdown defender
2: yeah he is he I like him um I like Ben Simmons. Now Draymond, but he ain't the best fucking ever though. All he said shit, he was the he best ever. About, yeah, all that bullshit. Nah, like he's good though. I mean, <laughs> I mean, shit. Nah, he just want to be talking about or something. I don't know. But shit, he's good though. I like Draymond. He's a he's a he's a good defender though. Um, I like the boy over there in Utah. Uh, Are we uh, Utah? O'Neal. You got him, you like you like O'Neal. somebody in Utah? Okay, yeah, I like I, I like I like a lot of boys. Royce right, so O'Neal. Didn't. I like Ross O'Neill. He he's wait wait he he likes a lot of stuff in Utah. Well, no, I like some. I like players in Utah. Okay, I like Ingles. I like Ingles. I like I like Gobert. I like Mitchell. That's my guy, Mitchell. Um, I like players. I like their players. I like their players, man. They got they got some great players out there. I like Colin, you know. So sure. Yes, but um, it's a lot of players I can keep going, man. I like the boy. You know, Houston got a couple of great defenders. Um, I like the boy with uh, Brooklyn, too. Uh, the little garbage man, uh, Shannon Brown's brother, little brown boy, number zero. I know you're talking about. Yeah, he's a problem.
3: Bruce Brown? Yeah. Bruce brown. I, yeah. Is it Bruce? I like him. Oh, yeah. man,
2: I like him. He's a, yeah. on all a Miami f- kid, University of Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's mm-hmm. a dog. He's a dog. I like him. So, But it's a lot of kids, man, so,
1: yeah. So who went in the chip? Let's let's keep let, before we get out of here. Who went in the Man, chip? Man,
2: If everybody's I want to see these two in the in the finals. If the Lakers healthy, Brooklyn healthy. That's what I want to see. And mm. I don't know. I, if everybody's we ain't let, we ain't if letting everybody, y'all that easy. Yeah. If, everybody, no, gotta, if everybody's everybody's healthy, if everybody's healthy, I'm gonna go. Shit, I hate to go against Braun, but I'm gonna have to go with Brooklyn. Mm. Too what, much what? fire power, power.
1: Is it, is it weird to see what's going down in Houston right now for you?
2: Yeah, man. I feel for my little city, man. And I, and I feel for Steve and I've been knowing him for a long time too, you know. I know his dad, you know, Paul. So I mean, Steve's a good guy, man. I, I hate what's happened and and what happened with the situation with James and, and Russ and all the things. And you know, unfortunately, Willis got hurt and People are trying to still leave from out of there and you know, you're talking about the uh, victor's supposed to be leaving, going somewhere, Miami or somewhere else. So I don't know, I just hate it for the organization and I hate it for Steven and and my main man too, John Lucas. You yeah, know, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh it's just weird to see Houston. Losing and going through what they're going through this year, because so.
1: y'all never been trash, trash, nah, trash. You guys nah, have always, nah. throughout the years, have been able to be right, some right. level yeah, of good some, and uh, a factor.
2: Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, they just gotta chalk it up to this pandemic ass year. So, and then mm-hmm. we, we're gonna put it up like that and, and check this year off and get ready for next year. That's what sure. I hope
3: they. I hope they give. I hope they give Stephen another. I, they yeah, need to man. give him a pass on that shit, yeah. man. Like, cause, yeah, they got, yeah, you know.
2: man. Because yeah, that shit ain't his fault, man. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. a
1: pass, because because we don't really get them opportunities like that. And when it happens, it got to be perfect. And it has right, to be, man. It, you yeah, know, man. so
2: at least try to let him bring in some people that he want to bring in. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because everybody that he thought he was going to be coaching, they all left, you know, what yeah. I mean, and and that was yeah. unfair for him. So, I mean, I hope they do the right thing. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much sure they would. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so before we get out of here, we have a little segment called Real One of the Week, and I think you are perfect for this segment, Byrne. It is a um, a segment that we do that shouts out to a person or an entity or an organization that won the week in your eyes. I will go first. We can go on Raja, and we can go with you. Um, my Mine, Real One of the Week, is none other than Don Staley, who was—, who oh. was uh, Yeah, yeah, Raja. Don Staley was doing some was on some gangster shit. She called out <laughs> the, the NCAA. The NCAA. Yeah, she not did, just yeah. did, not only did she call out the NCAA, she did it yeah. through the school on a statement yeah. calling out yeah. the head of the NCAA CLA, yeah. for for um for uh the weights and the discrepancy in how women are treated. Versus uh um, versus men are treated in college basketball. That was some gangster shit. Don Staley is our real my real one of the
3: week. Roger, you I'm, you go ahead, sir. You stole my shit. You stole my shit. You stole my shit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it on the fly, dog. I'm gonna flip it on the fly and I'm gonna go with two real ones of the week. All right. I'm gonna go with Oral Roberts, 15 seed, playing Arkansas. all uh, what they've done with, 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 uh, with what's his name? Asmus, I guess he is the leading scorer in the country um, out of San Antonio um, and, and the other undersized big is, is real typical of like mid major programs, like where you don't have the same size and same appeal as some of these major brands. But um they're a real one for for advancing as far as they have and having a shot at Arkansas and Syracuse, who most people, mm. or not most people, mm. but a lot of people said wouldn't get in. And I knew like to my own horn that that zone mm. was going to give people fucking problems, and it's giving them problems. That zone mm. is, yeah. Real ones. Yes. Oral Robertson, the Qs. Yeah. Mm.
2: All right. Mine is um, when I had my man, my main man, Ron Artest, on my um, IG Live last Thursday. I mean, when Ron came out and and he basically told everybody that a lot of people didn't know in that day that all that stuff happened out there in Detroit, how his day was going. And he pretty much told everybody the story and that he was going through, you know, he had mental health issues and shit like that. So that's mine. And love Ron test for that, man. That's love.
1: That's mm, what's up. Real one. Yeah. Real one, man. Thank you yeah. so much. man friend of the show bro come back anytime g this was amazing bro yeah yeah we'll we'll chat soon man that was real ones
0: this episode is brought to you by hotels.com when i went on my last holiday to cape town it was amazing